You're listening to My name is Will Floyd, and I am intrigued about making public media more accessible in the United States. And you're listening to WSMS. This is um, Will Floyd. Uh, he works at the Prometheus Radio Project. What's your uh, official position? Technical director. Cool. With my right. official position. So what, what do you do more specifically at Prometheus with, in relation to your job? It's changed over the years. But um, the main thing that I do is help people who are working on building radio stations. Mm-hmm. So I understand that what you're doing a lot for me at this radio project is trying to get a lot of low-power FM radio stations instead of a few very large um, kind of conglomerate radio stations. So like, I just wanted to know, what, what do you think the impact that a low-power FM radio station has, like what the impact can be for like a local community? I think that's a great question. Um, and it's really different in a lot of different spots depending on who's putting up the radio station and what they're using it for. I'll just give you some examples so, because that's the best way to do it. I, uh, in, last year I built a radio station uh, in California in the, for uh, a, a Native American tribe called the Big Pine Paiute Tribe. And this valley now is totally barren and desert. It's dry. And these, the Paiute tribes now live there, and it's a very... They, they have a reservation and it's a depressed area. They have trouble finding jobs um, and they can't really live like they used to because the, it's not farmland anymore. Um, you can't grow anything there very well. Um, so I went there and I built a radio station with them and now they're using the station to, uh, it covers their whole reservation um, and they have youth programs and they talk have elders talking in their language mm-hmm. and they use it as a to announce tribal events, uh, you know, um, like the tribal councils meeting, and they, or, or you know, um, so and so needs help, like wrangling some goat out over there, and that's a big deal today, or whatever it is, um, and so that's been, you know, it's been helpful for them because it's a way for them to keep in touch and to have a central thing, um, and also. Um, it actually brings people to their tribal offices because there's a lot of people who want to have radio shows and play the music they like for their friends and families. Um, and so they all are going into the tribal offices, which they might not do normally. Um, so that's an example. Um, what I did want to ask about is I feel like as technology progresses, I feel like radio sort of becomes a little bit more dated. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to know what you think, where you think radio is going in the next Awesome. Years. I think it's a great question. Um, there's a couple of answers to that. Because it's true that 
radio listenership is declining slightly. It's also true that um, it's declining from something around 95% of people in the U.S. tuning in every week to something like 93 or 2 percent which is a lot of people that's every like people tuning into radio terrestrial radio over you know so it's still a lot right compared to um the internet which is uh people in the u.s the rate of broadband access access to high-speed internet is something around 70 or 80 percent so it's a lot lower and the gap there is people who cannot afford to have broadband internet at home who can afford maybe to have some internet on their phones, but can't afford necessarily to um, have high-speed internet. They can afford maybe dial-up or something like that, so, which actually exists. Um, radio is a much more accessible medium still, even even though we don't know it, because you know I'm I'm always on my phone. I'm looking at these apps, like you know. But um, if you if you look at the the data, um, radio is free to consume. All you need is a radio, so maybe a couple bucks. Um, and it's cheap to produce. So LPFMs are very cheap to, to build, comparatively. Uh, what's the most interesting use of radio that you've seen? Something that isn't music or weather, etc. Something that's unique. Um, there are a couple of really interesting low-power FM stations. There's one in New Orleans that we worked with called WHIV, and it's a radio station that was that has been put on the air by um, an infectious disease awareness group that focuses on HIV AIDS uh, and so and they're all about health and they just talk about like pr health promotion and um, they have some other kind of general programming but um, that's a really cool one that's like what you did what you just you were doing like advocacy and health promotion and you just like put a radio station on the air and talk about it that's awesome you know that's really cool um there's nothing like that you know anywhere else so. what is something about radio that uh you're ignorant about one of the struggles that i've had in, in just like uh help trying to help people who don't have a lot of resources to build radio stations is that there's a lot of specialized knowledge out there that in big corporations that put up radio stations, they just call the engineering department or they just call the like lawyers. And I'm neither of those things and I don't have the time to like do law school or like go back to school for engineering, right? Um, nor do I really want to. Um, so um, what, that's the biggest, one of the biggest struggles is how do you, um, for a public service and for nonprofits, which is a whole nother thing, which aren't funded well, yeah. Um, how do you help people who need specialized help that is often expensive? And so often I find myself giving people advice that, of things that I've learned from other people that I know that, that, that have those expertise. And sometimes I just say, you gotta, you got to call someone and hire someone who's, you know, charges $200 an hour for this, this or that.